was waiting for that last note. See, sometimes she just gives me a warning. All right. All right, let's get our Bibles out. Well, what a great day. Amen. Yeah. Weather is so beautiful. All right, James chapter 3. Let's all turn there in our Bibles tonight. Just want to thank God for the perfect, wonderful, inerrant Word of God. I just, wow. James chapter 3, verse 13. If you'll hold your place there, we're going to start in just a minute. Let's have prayer. And let's ask God to touch our hearts tonight, all of us together. Father, thank you now for your blessings. We thank you for this great day that it looks like this summer is going to be even better than we thought. And we pray that the Holy Spirit would touch our hearts and teach us and bring things to our remembrance and comfort us. As you said, the Holy Spirit is the comforter. And we pray that you'd encourage us, keep us strong. And Lord, of all things, help us to get wisdom. Help us to know what your will is in, in all, every stage of our lives. We pray that you'll help us and keep us comfortable in the Holy Spirit. Keep us uh, safe. And uh, Lord, we pray that you'd insulate us from the evils of this world. We pray that you'd help us all to grow. And just be with us tonight. And thank you for this time that we have to meet. And Lord, thank you again for working with us about the property and about our church we thank you for it we know that this is your this is your property and we thank you that you've given us stewardship over it bless us now in this message in jesus name amen i forgot to announce too that uh we got uh we we communicated with the uh, water district there and we told them no that we uh, declined their offer to take our property and uh, then I got a call from a lawyer today, and I told him how we felt, and he agreed. And uh, so uh, it looks like the matter could be dead, but we're going to try to get some documentation on that. So uh, we come to find out both of the men that we talked to said that the only reason that they wanted the property was because they didn't want to wait three months to deal with the state. They're so impatient. I think that's what they said, and they admitted to it, that they just didn't want to go through the state process, which took a lot of time. So be praying, please. I need your prayers. We've, we have to ask uh, them to give us documentation that this matter's closed. And uh, thank God for Brother Carlson, because I didn't even think of that. But we, we, need, we need a letter from them to say, okay, it's over, we're not going to bother you. Would you just pray? Because God, God can take care of that. But boy, I'll tell you what, a lot of stress was off of my mind when that uh, fella called me and said, okay, well, that's all right. Don't worry about it. You know, we're okay. Well, we'll see. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against all lawyers, just the ones that talk to me. No, no. No, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. But pray about it, please. We need your prayers. Okay, James chapter 3. Let's look at verse number 13 through 18. We're going to be speaking on the subject tonight about something I think we all need. Uh, wait, not 13. Uh, that's not right. 3. Chapter 1. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yes, I got it right. Uh, don't confuse me now. All right, ver verse 13. I was looking at the wrong chapter. Verse 13 says, 
Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where, the, where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. So you can see that the, the wisdom from, his, from above is not to have envy and strife and fussing with each other. That's not, that's not the way to, to get the will of God accomplished. But look at verse 17. And this is the message. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated. In other words, it's easy to ask God for wisdom. He wants to give us wisdom. He wants us to have his pure will, his peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, uh, his will. And it says, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of the righteous is sown in peace of them that make peace. So the Bible tells us that knowledge puffs up. Um, I'd rather have both. I'd rather have a good education, but I'd rather have wisdom to go with it. Have you ever known anybody who was just real smart, but without wisdom? Uh we have plenty, plenty of that in the world today. But uh, I want both. I want, I want to have knowledge, but I want to have that knowledge guided by wisdom, so that if I get knowledge, I can use, I can use the knowledge if I'm, if I'm have the wisdom of God. So that's the beautiful thing about being a Christian. We can have the wisdom of God, and then we can get knowledge. And what happens is we all need to know what God's will is. Wisdom acknowledges a need for for knowledge but it doesn't need it and i want to share something with you how many would really be honest and say you're not as smart as maybe somebody else thought you were <laughs> how many just say you're not as smart period uh you know what i love about the lord i don't need to have all the education in the world about any one subject I can get that later. But if I have wisdom, that's the key. That of all the things that we can get in life, it's wisdom. God, and by the way, wisdom is absolutely free. Have you ever thought about that? Knowledge and wisdom, if they go together, I want to know the Lord's will in my life, and I want to be in it, and I want to be wise. And the Bible says, look at verse 16, or verse 17, the wisdom that is from above. That tells us that God gives wisdom. How many are glad you don't have to get in line, wait for an hour, and talk to your pastor? You say, you don't want us talking to you? Yeah, I, if you need me, I'll be glad to talk to you. But I don't know what God's will is for your life all the time. I don't know if you should buy that house. I have no idea. I'm going to pray that you get it that, so we can have fellowship over at your house. No, I don't know what's good. I don't know the answers to everything in life, but wisdom is free. Wisdom's free. You don't have to pay a thing for it. 
it just drops out of heaven through prayer, through Bible reading, counsel, right? Safety in a multitude of counselors. I'm so glad I did not grow up in the Roman Catholic Church. Now, some people have done that. And uh, I tell you, I'm so glad I don't have to get into a booth and spill my heart about every dumb thing I ever did and then have some guy tell me what I should do to make up for it. And especially with the beads. I, I, don't, I, I don't play with beads. I ain't doing no Hail Mary. You know what Hail Mary is? That's a football pass. That's what they do in the stadium when they're, that's, that's just not for Christianity. And, you know, we can get wisdom. We don't have to have it spoon-fed to us. Uh, I'm thankful, and I've, I've really had some wisdom given to me. I thank God for every good, strong Christian that's ever been in my life, and I've had a bunch of them. And, man, it's wonderful. Uh, there's been so many times that I've been corrected. There's been so many times that I've had people uh, come to me and just gently love me and steer me in the right direction. Isn't that wonderful when somebody loves you enough to help you? Uh, but, you know, wisdom is still free. Um, God gives wisdom to us, and it doesn't cost anything. Let's look at James chapter 1 because we're right there. Let's go next door a couple pages over. James chapter 1, look at verse number 5 and 6. It says, if any of you <coughs> lack wisdom, I lack wisdom. I do. I, I lack wisdom. I'd like some more. And when I get it, I like to say, thank you. Can I have some more? Mm -hmm. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. You see how we get wisdom? We say, Lord, could you give me wisdom over this subject? That giveth to all men. How many men? All men, all women, all ladies, all girls, all boys, all men, mankind, everybody, to all men, liberally. Oh, I'm scared of that word, <laughs> but it's in the Bible. <sighs> oh, it's in there. Uh, but look, it says he gives to all men liberally. That means he doesn't hold back. He gives, he gives you as much wisdom as you want, and it's free. And he abradeth not. He doesn't hold back. And it shall be given him. Everybody can get wisdom and it's free. Look at verse 6. But let him ask in faith. And here it is. Nothing wavering. You can't change your mind. Say, well, I don't really want that wisdom. Uh, I, I, I wanted wisdom. I wanted the will of God until you told me what it was. You know, the guy says, uh, hey, how long have you and I been friends? And the guy says, uh, all our lives, since we were kids. He goes, yep, we have. He said, we share everything, don't we? He said, yeah, of course. He said, I don't know about that. He said, if you had $100, would you give me half of it? The guy said, of course I would. He said, if you had a million dollars, would you give me half? He said, yeah, we're buddies. He said, if you had two hogs, would you give me one of them? He said, man, you know I got two hogs. <laughs> I want God's will no matter what. That's, that's the key. And even if you find out what it is, we have to be submissive. So it says, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. 
For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. So people that don't really, really care about wisdom, of course, they're going to be thrown around a lot. Uh, their lives will be very tumultuous. Uh, the average cost of an education in public college, you know how much that is now, just the average? Right now it's about $25,000 a year. You know how much it is for a university on the average? On the average is $50,000 a year. So anybody that wants a good education, so to speak, they can go to one of these wonderful, huge, prestigious universities and they can pay anywhere from $50,000 maybe on up and by the time they get done with their education and graduate jo jo Joanna you be you be listening to this uh, you will owe you could owe as much as $200,000 and then you'd have to get a job and then you're gonna wait until you're probably close to 40 years old before you're done paying off that school bill it's amazing, isn't it? That's just sad. And then, what if you could, what if your degree was advanced underwater basket weaving? <laughs> How are you going to get a job doing that? I have a degree in social justice. Good luck finding a job. I mean, you're going to have a job out on the sidewalk waving a sign, screaming at people, but you're not going to get paid for that. These, these people, listen, I, I'm not against paying for college. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not against paying for my own college. Yes. All my kids know that, hey, your dad, is he going to pay your school? <laughs> no. <laughs> Number one, I don't have it. Number one, I don't want to have it. Number three, if I had it, I wouldn't pay it for that. My goodness, I'd get a membership at a golf club or something. I'm joking, I'm joking. Where's mom? Help me. Mom, where's my wife? I looked over and she's yeah, I can tell if I've gone too far. She's just She's gone. Help. But anyway, all our kids know that it's not an automatic thing that mom and dad pay for the education. Because the world says, look, if you want a real good education, you gotta to go to a real good school. But look at the price of that. Did you realize you can get an education practically free? And I don't mean begging for it. I mean, you can study. Did you know Abraham Lincoln studied on his own? Every book he got, he read it. Oh, and he became one of the greatest lawyers before he got into politics. Uh, a great pastor by the name of Charles Haddon Spurgeon in London, England, went to school. You know what happened to him? He told his teachers that he was bored and that he wasn't getting anything in the classroom and that he could learn to study on his own and he was more he, he was more apt to learn by himself. You know what they did? They gave him his books and told him to go out by the by the river and study outside the classroom and he learned he, he wasn't um, he, he wasn't institutionalized as much as he was and I'm not saying that's the way everybody ought to learn uh, but my goodness we don't realize how free education is and we don't realize how free wisdom is. the bible says all you're getting get wisdom get wisdom it's free it's like a wonderful girl uh for guys it's it's a, she will help you and look at uh you don't have to turn there but uh all, all through proverbs uh 
she'll guide you. She'll help you. Wisdom cries out to everybody entering the gates in the city. Cries out at the end. And so if you're, if you're about to enter in um, to a crime or something, or you want to do something wrong, the Bible says wisdom cries out to you, but the simple just pass on, right, go right through, and are punished. And I've been there. I've been there. I've, I've done some dumb things, and I wish I hadn't. But it wasn't without me stepping all over somebody that told me not to do it. My goodness, I, I, I cannot believe how God has insulated me and uh, given me grace. Has anybody gotten grace in your life before? Yes. You know what I did one time? My mom told me to go to the store and get some groceries in our trailer park. And some guy was out there. He pulled up with a Corvette, a beautiful Corvette. It was like a 66, you know, sway back Corvette, just a beautiful, all painted up. And he, he was giving kids rides. And that's not something a little kid ought to do. I think I was nine years old. He says, hey, you like it? You want to ride? And something told me, that's a stranger. Don't get in that car. But the, the Corvette overwhelmed me. I got in the car. He took us around the block. I'd never. Kids, don't ever do that. Parents, don't let your kids beat the fire out of them if they ever do it. <laughs> Don't let them do that. That's that's crazy. But God just blessed me. I got a free ride in a Corvette. <laughs> I had the bag of groceries on my lap. I said, thanks, man. That was cool. And then I went home. I would say, where have you been? Uh, I got a ride in a Corvette. She said, you what? <laughs> so I'm just saying that wasn't very wise. But you can... You can get uh, a lot of expense racked up trying to get knowledge and wisdoms free. The Bible t tells us that God wants to give us wisdom. Look at, look at uh, Proverbs 3. It says in verse 13 again, I want you to see this again. Who is a wise man? and endued with knowledge among you. Who is that wise person? That's the wise person that listens and cares about the will of God. You know, as I said, I'm not smart enough to figure out life. I don't know how to figure life out. Uh, we're not smart enough to know the future. Does anybody know the future? Are you with me? How many know the future? Uh, we get people that play the stock market. And when I say play the stock market, it's nothing but fancy witchcraft, I think. I don't know. I found out, and if, if Jason hadn't told me, I, w I wouldn't be so depressed. But I would have a million dollars in the bank right now if I had kept a, a certain stock of Microsoft years ago, 25 years ago. Somebody gave me five shares of it, immediate split to 10. We needed the money, we sold it, boom, we paid the bills. And then that rascal back there said, Dad, let's look it up. Whoa! If you had not spent that money, you'd have over a million dollars. So I reached over and slapped him. No, I didn't. I didn't. I said, oh, I got to go tell. And then my wife, she, she's more wise than me than many areas, and she said, 
yeah, but we would have spent it. We needed it too bad. And so I calmed down and realized that Jason isn't all that bad of a guy. <laughs> Don't you wish you'd have known the future? If you know it, well, if you did know the future, you might change it in case there's something bad. And if you did know the future, you, you might change it if it's good. You might mess it up. <laughs> So it's a good thing you don't know the future, but you can always have wisdom. God loves to give wisdom. I love the way God does things because I don't know the future, but I know who holds the future. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know the person that does. He's my Savior. He's my Lord. He's our Father. He knows exactly what he's got planned, and he doesn't have to tell you before the time. My pastor in, in Jacksonville, he was on a plane. And he was taking a flight. He flew over the Atlantic to Germany back and forth 57 times. One of the times they hit turbulence and the whole plane dropped down. They hit a wall. I guess it's called a shear, wind shear. It dropped several thousand feet. And while they were dropping, everybody was raising up out of their seat. People were hitting the overhead. And everybody was screaming. And uh, uh, so... He had his seatbelt on, and he went. He started praying. He said, "Lord God, help us! I know, I know, I'm a sinner, but I just want you to know I love you." He thought he was gonna die, and the the guy right next to him, he said, "Lord, do what he says. <laughs> do what he says." And so that was a real funny thing. But he was talking about dying grace, you know, and uh, so dying grace. You don't get you don't get dying grace until you need it. You don't get dying grace until you're going to die. So if you thought you needed dying grace, you didn't because you're still here. But in the moment, God gives you dying grace. I've seen that many times. Grace for Christians that in the time of need, he will give you the wisdom that you need. It's a wonderful thing to be a Christian because uh Wisdom draws us to the Lord. We're not smart enough to know the future. If I did, I'd be, <laughs> like I said, Jason and I would be sharing the million dollars. <laughs> but wisdom draws you to the Lord. And once, once he gives you wisdom, oh, that's wonderful. I want more. Have you ever searched for the Lord's will in your life? Wisdom cries out to us, and it's all free. By the way, we have a perfect Bible. A lot of people have attacked this book. A lot of people don't understand the Bible. A lot of people think they do and they mistreat other people. This Bible can be a really sharp sword in the wrong hands. If you don't have the right spirit, you can really hurt somebody with this book. It's, it's, not, it's not just to be played with. It, it is a wonderful book that should be honored and glorified. But if you mishandle it because you're not wise... You know, the scriptures tell us how to treat people. The scriptures tell us how to get close to God. The scriptures give us uh, how, to, how to have inner strength. The, the scriptures tell us how to treat other people. We've, we've got to get wisdom. I need more wisdom now as a father than, than I ever have in my life. You know, because I have so many adults in my home, and so many of them know so much. And so many of them find out my faults, and they don't tell you. No, no. But they, 
you know, I, I know that I've, I've got a whole house full of adults. I said, Lord, I need some wisdom now. Please help me. You say, do you think you ought to pray like that? Yeah. Yeah, I need wisdom. I need wisdom because one day I'm going to have a lot of grandkids. I need wisdom. I need wisdom because I have a Bible that I don't really know everything about this Bible yet. Has anybody here figured out everybody every bit of the Bible yet? Yes, sir. If you have, could you could you talk to me, please? Because I need some wisdom. That's why we should read it every day. That's why the manna is collected as often as we can in the morning. That's that's why God says, "Search the Scriptures, for in them ye think ye have life, and they are they which testify of me." Jeremiah said, "Thy word was found, and I did eat them." And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing in my heart, for I am called by thy Lord, by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. The word's a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. The Bible says that it, it, it would be preserved. It's, it's tried and preserved. It's free. And praise God, aren't you glad you don't have to pay $50,000 a year to learn the Bible? Well, we have a class that teaches the Bible for forty nine ninety five. You know, we we I'll never we, listen. You for forty nine thousand dollars, you get to get a good education here at Evergreen Baptist Church. We're cheaper than the than the world. Listen, I'm I'm sick and tired of charlatans and fakes and phonies and TV preachers and uh, these guys that walk around with air-conditioned dog houses and Cadillacs and big old horns on the front of their caddies and stuff. My goodness. There's a lot of people that, that are, they don't realize that everything that God wants to give us is, a, is a free. Remember the, remember the word said in the first verse? It said the wisdom that is from above. That, that signifies that God just wants to give us wisdom. When I, when I became, uh, well, when I got saved and I became a, a, a church member, I, I joined a church, I didn't know anything. I, I had no idea what to do. I needed direction in my life. I didn't even know how to uh, really search for God's will. But I knew how to pray. I knew how to pray. My church... They were telling you, you need to pray about that. Oh, you got to pray about this. And it was, my goodness, it was living a whole different life. We would pray about everything and uh, get God's will on that and, and look to God about this, maybe get into God's will. See, we had, we had a real simple church, but the language was really powerful. It's like, have you talked to God about that? Uh, you know, all this, all about God getting involved with your life and letting him lead, and that I didn't know anything how to do that. And I, I'm glad that through the years, God shows you how to serve him. And we need wisdom. We need wisdom. I need wisdom. How many say that if you get, you're going to have 11 kids, you better have some wisdom. Or you're going to turn out 11 criminals. <laughs> Amen. I ain't turning out criminals. I'm not, no, that's not my job. That's, the world can do that. I'm, I'm here to turn out some Christians as best I can. Right? Amen. 
I mean, look at look at my favorite. Look at Joanna. That wasn't a very wise thing to say in church, was it? No, I'm I'm playing. She's just going to graduate next, but I love stirring the pot. I need wisdom. I'm sorry. I really am. All of the other kids, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for you that I said that about my own kid. Because really, Israel, you're my favorite. I mean, David. Yes, sir. Yeah, David. David, you know you're old enough to be my son. Thanks, Dad. I love that. Isn't that great? <laughs> Have you, did you take care of the matter, Daddy? Yes, sir. You did? You, you know what a matter, Daddy, is? Ask me what a matter, Daddy, is. What's matter? <laughs> Nothing, son. No, Shut no, up and listen. And that wasn't very wise either. Uh, we're not supposed to change the Bible. We're not supposed to change it and criticize it. We're not supposed to. And by the way, aren't you glad? Hey, listen, we got, I got 10 minutes. Aren't you glad you don't have to learn Greek to know what the Bible says? Now, I'm not against knowledge. I, I studied Greek. There's nothing wrong with it. But listen, I want my money back. I can do, all I have to do is get a strong concordance, and if I want to study, it's written down there for me. I could have saved all that money. It's right there. If you, hey, how many are glad you don't have to study Hebrew? You know there's a lot of the Bible that was written in Hebrew. Aren't you glad you don't have to know Hebrew to know what God said? You do know that, don't you? Listen, there's not a person I've ever pastored that said, Pastor, I'm going to leave the church. You know, I'm just not getting fed. What do you mean? Yeah, you don't teach the Hebrew. I need Hebrew. I've never had anybody that said, oh, listen, you just don't use the Greek enough. You don't need it. God gave his word in English. How many understand what I'm saying? If he put it in Hebrew, and it went from Hebrew over to Greek, would that would that would that say that there's no boundary then to the Word of God? How did he do that? He's God. Oh, but wait a minute. When our forefathers gave us the English translation of the Bible, it went from Hebrew and Greek and a little Aramaic and some Latin, and not, and then all of a sudden it popped out in English. And everybody says, oh, but if you really want to know what God said, you really want to get some wisdom, you got to study Greek and Hebrew. Wrong. I don't have time. You know, I'm 63, I don't want to take those classes over again. <laughs> the wisdom that is from above is first pure and peaceable and easy to be entreated. I'm so glad God loves us, aren't you? You want to know what God has for your life? You ask him. You want to know what, how, to, how to stay out of the pitfalls of life? Just seek the wisdom of God. Jesus commanded us to look to the scriptures and find out how to live. So we stay in church. You can start amen and stay in church. Amen. Serve the Lord. It's totally fine to eat meat. Amen. Don't lose me. 
Jesus commanded us to buy a sword. I'll look that up for you. Um, hunting and fishing's okay. Lost a few of you. Wow, we got bugs. All right. Uh, logging's okay. I'm expecting some amens. We're in Washington. Right? Nuclear power is pretty cool. Uh, there's only two genders. Amen. Hey, what? what why that wake you up? Uh, we should witness. Yes. We should win people to Christ. Amen. It's okay to sing. It's okay to pray. It's okay to preach. It's okay to give. It's okay to love. It's okay to forgive. Yes. These are things that wisdom teaches us. It makes you a strong Christian. Lord, would you show me just, i got to give you this illustration, then I'll, I'll be done. But I'm telling you, I, I was really wondering if God was going to want me to really start a church. That's a big, big, big thing to do if you're a Christian, and it's just scary. I mean, I labored over that. I fasted and fasted and fasted. I didn't want to drag my family someplace and make a big mistake. It was the scariest thing I ever did in my life. I had a great job at a great church. I had plenty of supply. I had great ministries. I, I, it was fun. Church was a, a joy. My pastor and I got along. My pastor loved me. My pastor still loves me. My pastor, my pastor in, in uh, San Diego, do you know what he did? You know, he just had four bypass surgery, right? When he was in his recovery, he texted me and said he loved me. That was my pastor. And by the way, I just want to say, I love you. And I'm not joking around. I love every one of you. But it was scary. I, I had to leave all that. So I needed wisdom. I had to find out if God was in it. Have you ever tried to find out if God's in something? You just don't get to say, hey, God, is, uh, are you in this? Oh, okay, great, thanks. That's not how it works. you got to seek and pray, and, you, and sometimes you have to fast to know the will of God. And I labored and labored. I went to my pastor and said, Brother Fisher, I think the Lord wants me to pastor a church. He said, that's awesome. He said, let's start praying. Instead, he, he wasn't angry with me. He wasn't mad at me. He took all the fear away. He supported our family. Listen to this. He, and I still got four. Somebody messed with the clock. Thank you. But you know what he did? He supported our family as if I was still on staff. And for five years... He said, I'm going to pray with you, and I'm going to help you, and I, I want you to succeed. And, I want, and, man, I felt like, wow, that's amazing. And still, with all that, I needed wisdom. So to find out if God was in it, I said, Lord, I don't care what you want me to do. I don't care the answer's no. I don't care if you don't want me to start a church I don't care what it is I just want to know are you in this is this you 
I, I needed that. As I promised my wife, I would never take her anywhere unless I knew that it was the Lord's will. And by the way, that's good for everybody. Don't make a move unless you know it's God's will. So I told her that and I promised her. And then I had to live up to it. <coughs> Whew. That was hard. So I fasted and fasted and fasted. And you know the story. I said, Lord, could you just show me something? I don't care what it is. I don't, I'm not asking you to put water on the fleece and then make the fleece dry. I'm not asking you to split the Red Sea or have a cloud move. I, I don't care what God did. I don't care why, not one bit. I just wanted some communication from him that only I would know. And then we won $5,000 worth of free groceries. You've heard the story, haven't you? Isn't it wonderful? And to you say, well, I don't know. That's not God. No, that's not God to you, but it's God to me. When you have seven kids, you're going to take them across the country and some grocery store gives you $5,000 worth of groceries. I said, Lord, I hear you. That's, that, was, that was one of the biggest things. But then I had peace. Remember, the wisdom that is from above is first peaceable and pure and gentle and easy to be entreated. It's wonderful to ask God for his will. So let's all do that. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 1 and we'll be done. I just want to thank God that wisdom is free. I don't have to pay for it. I don't have to spend $50,000 a year on a great education. And, and I'm not faulting people that do that. I'm just praying they find the money. It would be nice if, uh, if they didn't charge so much. But that's the way the world operates. That's, but you know, I think, I'm, I think I can get smarter by just staying close to God. And I think I can get a better education by, by getting my mind and heart and soul in, in the Lord's work. And uh, I'm not faulting anybody at all that's in college, but man alive, can you imagine what the burden people have today? I hear it all the time. They're just... They have so much debt. Uh, I listen sometimes to uh, Ramsey, uh, Dave Ramsey, and David taught a class on it. And all the time he's having people calling him, hey, I got out of debt. Well, how much did you owe? Oh, a hundred and some odd thousand dollars. What was it? Student loans. And guess what? They're still paying them off. And finally, they, oh, we got her debt free. Well, praise the Lord. That's, I, don't, I don't want that burden. I want to learn, I want, to, I want wisdom, I want to learn, because most of it's absolutely free. Proverbs 1, and we'll be done, verses 1 through 5. Listen closely. It said, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple. To the young man, knowledge and discretion. And last, last verse here, a wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Isn't it wonderful to be a Christian and have all this ready for us? I feel like I've opened up a great big huge chest full of golden coins or something. So Lord, all I have to do is talk to you and love you and, and ask for wisdom. Yep. 
I'll give it to you. Anybody remember Solomon? You can close your Bibles. Anybody remember Solomon? Wisest man in the world, wasn't he? For a while. And what did he do? What did he do? God said, what, what would you like? He said, I need wisdom and understanding. I don't know how to do this. I don't. I, my dad, David, was a king, but now I'm the king. I don't know how to go in and come out. I, I don't know what I'm doing. And Lord, I just need wisdom. And what did God give him? He gave him wisdom and understanding and riches. He, he just showered the blessings of God upon him. And aren't you glad we have a God that still does that? I'm, I'm ready for this summer. I need more wisdom than I ever did before. Let's bow our heads for prayer.